Hello and welcome back to our Let's Talk version. Today we are going to talk about um, careers. How do you choose your careers? Um, what are they, etc. We're going to talk about it in a minute. Um, but we are joined here by Dan. Hey there, Dan. How's it going? I am doing fine, buddy. Life here is great, but I'm pretty darn sure that you just woke up because you sound like you literally just woke up and had a huge nightmare. <laughs> no, I didn't sleep much last night. I mean, and I woke oh, okay. up like uh, 45 minutes So probably minutes you were ago. very busy the night before, and I'm guessing <laughs> this was after work, which means uh, work is pretty good. Career is fantastic. I love it, man. It's yeah. great. We've got to be busy with something. Yep, totally. I agree with you. And, That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so I basically had, I don't know, five, five, four hours of sleep anyhow. We, we gotta do, well, first you know, of all, hustle, I think it's gotta... a good thing because, uh, you know, we are young right now and mm-hmm. uh, you got to be a hustler, man. Like yeah, the true. top entrepreneurs, they literally they works up to 16 hours a day. So that these, you know, uh, one nighters and whatnot, they happen a lot. So it's quite normal among all entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. And you always get to, you know, uh, correct that in a, in a later date. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, That's right. Have, have an extra sleep, a couple of more sleep later in the day or something. Yeah, it's all good. That's great. That's great. I like it. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, totally. And also, so career paths. Um, actually, this this topic came to my mind uh, a few days ago because in a span of a couple of days, uh, two friends of mine actually were talking to me about career paths, the fact that they're not sure about their you know career paths and they feel they're doubting themselves, etc. And I was like, oh, this is actually an interesting topic to talk about because I personally know that I experienced it and I, for a fact, know. Most people that I at least uh, am in contact with have had these kind of doubts or um, or the states of not knowing uh, at one degree or the other in their lives. So I was like, why not actually talk about this? Um, and uh, so initially, my question would be basically, so when we are very young, when we are in high school, we probably start thinking about career paths, probably even before that. But then as we grow, we, we think much more seriously and we think about every single angle, angle uh, ramifications. Some of us come to a conclusion very early on and start our careers. But I want to start with those of us who don't. We are in the state of uh doubts in the beginning maybe even after we choose our degree to go to university or not even go to university start our business or or whatever the state is uh we're not some some people are not quite sure uh what they want to do so what do you think about this matter and how do you think these people should tackle the problem you know before i answer this question first of all let me ask you one quick question uh when you were a baby like literally before the age of 12 because we all had these dreams of finding a job or whatever. We said a lot of things. Do you remember what kind of job you wanted to have when you were 12, 11, 10, around that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly if I was that age, but when I was really young anyways, uh, a couple of years here and there, um, I had actually multiple one of those. One of them was, um, you know, acting, and the other one was uh, becoming a doctor, which none of them happened today. Oh, my goodness. I cannot. Because usually at that age, I remember myself, I was always say like a police officer, a pilot, I don't know, like a firefighter. I was like on fire at that time, basically. So when we are children, usually we don't have a great idea of what our capabilities and capacities are. And because of this, it becomes a lot harder to actually choose where we want to go in life later on. So it's quite normal to just uh, stick to stereotypes. Okay, things Mm -hmm. like firefighters, police officers, that kind of stuff. Now, that's uh, basically quite interesting that you want to be a doctor at that young age, yeah. and I have no idea why. That's pretty cool. Well, I, 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 I saw a lot of doctors in my surrounding, and that could be possibly why, and I, I don't know. 
Interesting. Pretty nice. So let me go back to the question here. First mm -hmm. and foremost, please understand that the majority of people that I know, especially when they're below the age of 30, have this problem. That is, they are not quite sure of what, what they want to do with their lives and where they want to go in life, what kind of careers they want to have. So first and foremost, anyone who is currently struggling with this problem should understand that this is completely normal. There are very few of us who understand our true calling at a very young age. And oftentimes those become, you know, quite geniuses in their field. But for most of us, we, we're going to have to actually discover that talent along the way. So uh, that's number one, because uh, part of what makes this whole process of discovering the right career and the right path for ourselves is that feeling of angst. And like, oh, my goodness, I'm, I, why is it that I don't know what I want? So by knowing that that's completely normal and completely mm -hmm. natural to not know what you want to do with your life, this itself can prepare you. Uh, in order to uh, somehow make the right decisions along the way and to give you the patience necessary to find out what you're really good at. So uh, I mentioned uh, patience because that's very important because ultimately uh, I really believe that it takes time and effort. You're going to try uh, a lot of different things until you find out who you are and what you want. One of my most favorite authors and mentors, Mr. Robert Greene, uh, he literally have tried perhaps over maybe a hundred or so odd jobs before he finally discovered it. Yep. I want to be an author at the age of, I don't know, perhaps after 30 or 40 or something. So the fact of the matter is uh, many people uh, around the world are currently struggling with this issue of discovering who they are and what they want. So that's quite normal. That's number one. Number two, I really believe that people should not uh, uh, somehow, especially at an early age, concern themselves so much with finding the right career Mm -hmm. Instead, to focus more on developing their talents and finding their talents and then using them in as much and as many ways as possible in their current careers. So uh, this whole problem, because, you know, we talk a lot about perfectionism and mm -hmm. how it uh, stifles uh, progress, because ultimately when you're a perfectionist, you just don't take any action. Right. So I myself, I, I'm a huge fan of just getting started with something. So here's my perspective. It's a little bit, uh, you know... Uh, not, let's just say, commonplace, but it really works. I really believe that until the age of 30, it really fucking doesn't matter if you know what kind of career you like. All you got to do is to try to use your talents in whatever job you find yourself in. If you're right now uh, flipping hamburgers and McDonald's, mm -hmm. and if you feel like uh, you have this knack for acting and for communications, then if I were you, I would literally use that ability to communicate well with all the clients who right. are coming in to buy their hamburgers, whether mm -hmm. you're an Uber driver, whatever you are. So first and foremost, the, this whole, I don't know what my career is, typically from my perspective, is just an excuse for not working hard. Because let's be honest, we do this to ourselves all the time. We literally, uh, we, we sit down and think, oh my gosh, what, what should I do with my life? What's going on? Oops, half a day passed by. Guess what? I'm just gonna just go uh, play some Call of Duty then, I guess, forget about it. So. <laughs> People are going to just uh, get involved with these uh, useless ruminations about what they want to do and whatnot. So here's my personal advice uh, to people who are currently uh, not sure of what career path they should take. Now, there are certain career paths that they are already in the middle of and they're long term pursuits. Let's say if you're in medical school right now, you mm -hmm. already have seven years ahead of you. So it's kind of hard. But I really believe that it's not so important from my perspective, it's not so important to make the right decision in terms of career until mm -hmm. the age of 30. That is, 
whatever job you find yourself in, whether whether uh, your parents forced you to go to law school, I don't know, maybe you're now in the, uh, I don't know, let's say you're an Uber driver, you do sidekicks, I don't know, you're perhaps a musician or whatever, you do stuff on YouTube. So I really believe that, first and foremost, do not concern yourself with finding the right career at first. Instead, focus on finding your talents and then using those talents in as many ways as you can in your current job, whatever it is. Let's say you're delivering newspapers. You're, uh, let's say you're a paper boy. Let's say, I don't know, let's say you're working as a, as a bodyguard in some place. Whichever job you find yourself in, there's always an opportunity to use your talent in that job even, and even sometimes work on it. Even sometimes beyond the jobs, you know, you, you for example, you mentioned like you, you'd like to be an actor. In your interactions with people, it doesn't have to be your job. You can use those. You can test out your skills, right? So it doesn't exactly. have to. But then your jobs definitely is a very good way to, you know, go about it for sure. It really doesn't because ultimately it's the talent that matters, dude. It's all about the talent. And more importantly, not just discovering them, but actually developing them. And that takes a long amount of time, man. It takes a mm -hmm. long time. Uh, based on my estimations, it takes about seven years to get good at anything. Like anything you want. Let's say you have a huge talent for acting, huge talent for music, huge talents, I don't know, as a business uh, person and as an entrepreneur, let's say you're s such a mathematical genius, it takes seven years on average. So whatever job you find yourself in, if you're, if you feel like you have this huge drive for mathematics and now you're flipping burgers in McDonald's, then try to use that math skill in McDonald's to make things more efficient. So because of this, I really believe that people are just, uh, it's really overhyped, this whole like, Oh, I don't know, man. What is what is my real calling in life? I just don't know what it is. <laughs> I really believe that when people say this BS, uh, I don't know, uh, and, and engage in such a uh, way of thinking, all they're saying is, dude, I'm just so freaking lazy and I just prefer to uh, uh, nag and just not do anything special. So I believe that for the first, from my perspective, based on my personal experience, by the way, for the mm -hmm. first 10 years, the first decade of your professional life, whether it begins by selling newspapers on the street, whether it begins by, you know, going up, literally w w walking into your dad's uh, corporate office and becoming the vice president. It doesn't matter. The first 10, year, 10 years of your career, you're not supposed to concern yourself with the career or the job, because ultimately the career and the job is a vehicle that allows you to utilize your talents and then uh, serve the marketplace to be compensated by uh, basically money and other forms of benefits. So ultimately, what matters the most is that talent, is that skill that can be developed in almost any job. Uh, so because of this, uh, I really believe that people are just making this extremely uh, basically exaggerated. This is not that difficult. You can literally find out what your talents are in any. Let's say you're a bodyguard and then you're sitting in your, let's say, uh, booth somewhere and you then you start drawing very nice sketches. Mm -hmm. You kind of know, dude, I have some talent in design, right? So that's number uh, two. That is, whatever career you find yourself in, do not concern yourself with the job or with the career. Instead, discover your talents and then try to use those talents in your job, whatever it might be, in order to develop them. Mm -hmm. For many years, perhaps, you need to do that. And then there comes a third stage. And the third stage is when you develop those talents. And then, now that your talents are developed, you can actually use them in whatever career you want. And then you ask yourself, all right. These talents that I have right now are very well developed. Which careers will make maximum usage of this talent? So if you're a bodyguard, 
sitting in a booth all day long, you cannot really use your artistic talent to the best. You're not paid for it. You're not compensated for it. So in that condition, now that you've fully developed, you've literally spent seven years in your booth watching, you know, the people walking in and out of the garage and then doing these uh, drawings and sketches. Now that you know you have good talent, because guys, uh, this is very important. Marketplace only pays top dollars for top skill. That's very important. It doesn't matter if you have the talent for it. If somebody else has a talent and more experience, he will get the project, not you. So now that you've developed your talent, now you ask yourself, all right, after seven years of being in this darn booth as a bodyguard, I now know these two or three or five are my skills. Now, which career paths will allow me to utilize these skills to the maximum? And now you can actually quit your job, either start your business or follow that career path that will allow you to utilize your skills. In the meantime, you have not wasted your time. You've probably uh, made a lot of, uh, you know, uh, basically, um, perhaps you made some money as well along the way because you were not just sitting in your room and thinking, oh, dude, uh, I don't know what my talent is. And then smoke mm -hmm. marijuana. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I got to find out. So you actually literally spent all this time working, serving the society, being a useful member of the society, mm -hmm. albeit not in a position that really suited you at first, but at least you were useful. And this ultimately gives you social experience because part of being good at any career is to develop our characters and almost any job allows us to develop our characters and mm -hmm. at that point, once you've already become a more mature person you know what your talents are you've actually worked on them a little bit you perhaps use them either directly in your job or let's say you are a bodyguard and uh, in, in, in a garage somewhere and your talent is singing and you're not allowed to sing because it's going to you know, disrupt the dog next month. So right. in that case, you, you do your singing when you go home or something, right? Mm -hmm. So whether at work or as a hobby alongside your work, for many years, you work on your talent. And once the talents are well developed, now it's time to simply cut the head of the old job, start a new job, make your own business or find a new path. Because now you can actually get things done. Right. Of course, I mean, there are... Nowadays, there are so many career paths, so many options that also it plays a part, it plays a role for it to be become sometimes very confusing for people and they get lost in it. Like, let me give you a simple example. Sometimes when I go to grocery store and I see like two or three or four or five types of strawberries, I'm like, what, which one do I have to fucking pick? <laughs> sometimes you just gotta, you know, I, what I do is just I, I go with one of them randomly or if there's a I huge... had no idea we had three types of strawberries by the <laughs> I'm way I'm just saying like, like uh, they, they look different not the types are actually different but then uh, they okay. look and yeah seem different probably taste different uh, I guess they do what I'm trying to say sometimes having so many options so many choices it's not it, it's a problem on its own but then it's a it like uh, like any other problem it's a problem and it definitely has at least one solution probably much more and exactly. um, and as you mentioned, obviously not doing anything about it is not probably the best solution <laughs> because, well, you're not doing anything about it. But then my point is I want to um, illustrate that I understand what people go through. I mean, I've gone through it. Perhaps I'm still going through it until I'll, I'll know for sure. I can't tell, really. Um, but at the end of the day, I think uh, it's important to, you know, as you mentioned, uh, try it out because... Uh, like those drawings in the booth for the bodyguard or singing after hours for the bodyguard also tr helps him to make sure uh, that he actually is good at it and it's not just a figment of his imagination uh, thinking exactly. his, yeah um and um at the end of, 
and also oh uh, there's also another thing that that's the social pressure of these things i feel like sometimes we are so pressed that we think if we don't decide right away we are losing time we are we we have to basically the other guy already got a job and he's he's married too or something like that so i think it becomes a, a competition state for some people thinking okay if i don't do this i'm just, I'm, I'm i'm falling behind sort of thing what what are your thoughts on that do you think it's a valid it's it's so true man they say if you want to get something done give it to a busy person you see, here's the right. fun part, man. The busier you are, the more you can get done. You know why? Because you get momentum. The same thing happens to finding a job. That's why I'm so strictly against this whole philosophical thinking of, oh, what is my real talent in life? Mm -hmm. Let us just think for friggin' two months or something. Ultimately, once you uh, get started with any job, whatever, I, I, guys, I'm, I'm serious right now. It doesn't really matter. Once you just get started, with any job, you gain momentum. And this momentum boosts your state. We talked a lot about state before in, mm. uh, in, in the topic of body language. I mean, think of the uh, emotional impact on your nervous system when you're just depressed in your room, thinking what's your you know, talent in life versus being active in the society after certain tasks. So number one, that'll substantially boost the way you use your body because now you're actually active. This will boost your emotional and nervous system. And more importantly, this gives you experience. This allows you to see things, to uh, go to the society. What are what, what is people doing right now? You meet new people. You, you hear new stories. You're active. You're involved. And this actually allows you to be able to make better decisions along the way. So just get busy with any job. Literally, just go right now, open the goddamn ads and find a job right now, whatever it is. If you don't have it, just become an Uber driver, whatever it is. Just get started. Mm -hmm. And then in the process of being socialized, because a lot of the youngsters, especially the youngsters these days, are not, man, they're not socialized, dude. They spend all their freaking time on their cell phone texting and stuff like that on social media. So mm -hmm. they're not socialized. They can't even freaking talk properly to people. So right. they need to first get socialized, meet people face to face. And this will allow them to actually discover their talents later on as they are busy and engaged with their current job. That's much better. The same thing applies to entrepreneurs. The best entrepreneurs usually started their business as a hobby on the side of their current career. They did not quit Very their true. jobs. Yep. People who quit their jobs to start an entrepreneurial business usually fail because they are cutting themselves off of time, valuable time. As we know, in entrepreneurship, you need a lot of time to you know, somehow finally get off the ground. So they, uh, if you're, let's say you want to be an entrepreneur, you start a hobby on the side and you are currently having your job. So you can literally keep this up for years and years without needing any income. But let's say you quit your job and you want to start an entrepreneurial venture by yourself. Dude, you you only get cash for one year. After that, if there's no profit, then you'll give up and go back get a job. So the same thing applies to finding a job. Just get busy trying to uh, do something, being a productive member of the society. And in the process, you will have the time to think about your talents and skills. And trust me, if you commit yourself to excellence in anything, you will get at everything. Because uh, this is one of the quotes by Grant Cardone. Uh, he says, uh, it doesn't matter if you like your job at first try to commit to being the best even if you hate your job because Very ultimately sure. it's that commitment to excellence that truly allow you to uh, later discover and develop your talents so i'm not saying you should spend your entire life on a career you don't like that's a that's the worst usage of your time because we're going to spend a tremendous amount of our time on uh, basically at work so you want to find your talents but my experience tells me 
most of us, we're not going to find it just uh, when we're 20s or 20, in our 20s or something. So it will take some time. And because of that, just get busy, discover your talents, and avoid this whole trap of paralysis by analysis. This literally paralyzes us, both mentally and emotionally, to find out who we are. Do just get started, get going. You will find you find you know the answer along the way. And of course, since we talked about perfectionism, understand that here failure is okay. You can make mistakes. It's okay to waste a couple of years in the wrong career, make some mistakes, lose some money. These are all okay. They actually will allow you to discover who you are basically later on, and you can make much better decisions down the road. Right. Uh, a couple of minutes ago, you mentioned something uh, about the momentum and how important that is. Of course, I know what you mean, but can you elaborate for a little on that, what it is? And... This is actually a very – because uh, I know you're an, you're an expert in physics and mathematics. You see, right. an object in motion tends to stay in motion. And an True. object that is uh, stationary tends to stay stationary, right? This is a basic uh, Newtonian law, basically, right? So mm -hmm. the same thing uh, applies to uh, basically our lives. When we are in a state of motion, mm -hmm. that is, we are going out, we get we get up early, we go to work, then we stay at, uh, let's say, at, at, at a workplace, whether it's a McDonald's. I'm, I'm not just saying corporate, uh, let's say, Fortune 500 company right away. Any job, any job. You This gives you the right uh, psychological habits because mm -hmm. ultimately you need to develop those habits to become successful later in life. Now, what if you don't spend that time? Then you will acquire the wrong habits. You probably sleep late every single day. You won't go out very often. You spend a lot of your time on social media. You're probably going to get depressed seeing all these people who show how happy their lives are on social media when in fact it's simply not true. So you literally have all these problems and you just have no momentum. And the chances are you will remain in that fucked up state for a very, very long time. And eventually when depression kicks in. Mm -hmm. So you want to get busy. You want to get going, whatever it is, and then think along the way. I'm a fan of thinking while acting. Mm -hmm. I do not like to be like a philosopher sitting on the Mount Olympus and say, so where does all of this come from? Like, I don't want to like do that kind of stuff. I want to get busy. I want to get going and then think along the way because that gives you momentum. You have this habit of waking up early and going to work. Now, if you want to have a side career, you do have the right lifestyle that can actually allow you to have that hobby along the way. So you can find some extra time here and there. So you want to get momentum by getting busy with any job that is available while simultaneously focusing on discovering your talents. And then gradually, as years go by, you want to step away from this uh, old job and find a new means of truly utilizing your talents in order to actually make great business or have, have a great career. And usually in that case, people who do this, they are rewarded very well because uh, their talents are well-developed and uh, the marketplace really rewards such, uh, such individuals uh, because now they are quite valuable to the marketplace. Very true, very true. It's, um, I mean, I think we, we all had these uh, kind of moments of ex experience, if not uh, permanent, that we basically... Um, had a good start to the day we were super busy but then we were pulling it off everything we would touch would become gold somehow and i think that is basically this state that you want to always be in sort of the um, keeping the momentum up like that but then you have to understand that sometimes because there are like you go to sleep you forget your previous day and then the next day is a new day and you don't have that momentum perhaps and then you're like oh yesterday was so good i've got so, so much done what happens so sometimes you need that uh, extra push to get yourself 
back on the track of that momentum. Um, and also, you you mentioned something um, people talk about often. Uh, not not everybody, of course, but then some do. Um, about the true calling. Do we even have a perfect job for a person? Like, this this is just one job for that person that is. First of all, let me just uh, this this word perfect. I just I literally despise <laughs> the word perfect so much. Like, there ain't no perfect shit in this world. Understand this. There's nothing. Of course, it's not absolute. Perfect. Yeah. But I do believe in calling. I do believe in inherent talents because this is proven scientifically. It's observed uh, in scientific researchers among uh, youngsters who are born. And I do believe that we are all born with certain talents that are above average. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's like this. I mean, I have literally seen, fortunately in my career, I have the chance of seeing people from all around the world, from all walks of life. And eventually you get the patterns. Like you see that this guy really seems kind of like a dummy when he talks uh, in a foreign language. But this guy is a, mu a musical genius, for example. Or right. this guy cannot really sell well. But, dude, can this guy organize everything? So, ultimately, we all have certain talents. It's genetic in nature. We cannot do anything about it. Mm -hmm. I do believe, in fact, that there are things such as genetic talents. Uh, however, those talents oftentimes need to be developed in order to become very useful. So, you may say, well, okay, how do I discover what my talents are? Very simple. In order to discover your talents, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, right? And can I literally ask yourself these questions, and then you will kind of get what these talents are because sometimes can we play it out can can we play it out in like a couple of those questions uh for sure for sure uh, and uh, the thing is this uh, mm -hmm. uh here's the fun part sometimes people think they have talents but they don't it's mm, a mere exactly. delusion okay mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't think they have a particular talent but they're really good uh, damn good at it so because of this i really believe that in this particular case we need the mirror of the society to help us that right. is some, we are not good judge uh we're not going to judging what our talents really are. From my perspective, mm -hmm. we need the feedback of other people to make sure that our judgments are not opinionated and they're actually real and unbiased. So the first question that anybody should ask him. Oh, or before I actually ask you uh, that question. Sure. Uh, so the, you mentioned you know, sometimes the mirror of other people uh, in these cases are actually necessary. Are these, That's right. does, does this matter for that person to be neutral? So being your friend helps or not doesn't help. So not knowing you be is better or knowing you, well, well again, knowing you to like some degree, opinion. of course. Just like opinions, it must come from multiple people. You see, I, mm -hmm. I really believe that maybe your mommy believes that you are the world's best violinist, okay? Mm -hmm. But maybe in reality, people just run away from you, right? <laughs> so I really, just like, like, a, like a survey, I like to approach this whole concept scientifically. We have this thing called the scientific method, right? We right. don't just uh, observe one person. We have a group of right. people. We have like a control group, all those things. So in the same, no uh, with the same token, I believe that uh, in this case, we need the opinion of more than just one person. Of course. Because maybe your friends think you really, uh, you're such a great rapper. And whenever you sing a rap song in the party, everybody's enjoying it. But if you actually go to some professionals, they're going to laugh at you, right? Mm -hmm. So. Because of this, I'm a huge fan of uh, getting a serious, a collective, a huge amount of feedback, which is exactly why I believe you should stay in whatever job you are, so that you have enough time to receive enough feedbacks. Because if you want to discover your talents right now, you won't have enough feedback from the outside world. So you need time. So you got to be out there meeting a lot of people and getting the feedbacks. And only then the pattern emerges. Mm -hmm. And you realize, oh boy, I've heard this uh, a lot. So... This is not about just what your friend thinks or what this guy or what that guy thinks. It is about a, co a, co a collection of feedbacks and comments. Mm -hmm. 
So the basically the first question is this. What are some of the compliments that I have been repeatedly, I repeat, repeatedly receiving about some of my aspects, maybe my talents, my skills, something like this. Mm-hmm. What are some uh, common, the uh, basically, compliments to receive? Because we receive all sorts of compliments about many things. Right. But after a while, some pattern basically begins to emerge. And we realize, oh boy, I'm receiving a lot of compliments about this particular skill. Mm-hmm. People are saying, dude, you really do this very well. So that's when you can actually start uh, going deeper and uh, trying to delve deep inside and understand Maybe I've got a really good talent here. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself, in the past, let's say, 10, 10 years, 20 years of your life, what sorts of compliments have you received more than the others from the people around you? That's a great clue. Number two, this is also very important. What types of people are you the most envious, if not jealous of? Understand mm-hmm. I am not jealous of the top, uh, let's say, uh, pianists in the world. I am not. Which means I am not going to be the world's top pianist and I don't care and I don't want to. But I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people in this world who are truly jealous and envious of the top pianists in the world. I am not jealous of Ronaldo because I don't like soccer. But I'm pretty sure there are so many people who who are jealous and envious of Ronaldo. Friendship over. You don't like soccer? (laughs) I'm not jealous of this guy, right. but I'm pretty sure maybe you are. I mean, maybe you are jealous of Arsenal's uh, <laughs> uh, former coach or something, right? right? No, I mean, I, mean so, I don't want to be a, like a player, but then I, I, I like the sport. That's what I meant. But so joke aside. Is, l- listen, this is true, man. Mm-hmm. And this really propels us to whole different areas of our lives. Because for me personally, I am not jealous of anyone in the soccer in- industry. Right. Anyone. Which means... I probably don't have much talent either. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's just quite clear, right? But there are people that I am envious of, and there are people that you're envious of, mm-hmm. and there are people that anybody is envious of. And usually that envy is long-lasting because we get jealous and envious. Just like uh, the, the compliments, you want to look at the consistent patterns here. Yes, we get jealous of Ronaldo maybe for a couple of seconds because he's got a lot of money, but then you forget about him. But there are certain people that you repeatedly get jealous or envious of. That is another great clue as to what your talent is. If you are finding yourself repeatedly jealous or envious of someone, then you need to look into the life of that person and find out what is about his life that you have to have as well. And usually that person's lifestyle is what you want to have for yourself. So if he's a musician, if he's a politician, if he's a business person, if, uh, I don't know, if he's a teacher, it doesn't really matter. You look at that person and you say, dude, I want to be like this guy. This means you have inherent talent that you are failing to use on a habitual basis. And this guy is using it and he's getting results and that is making you feel jealous and envious on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. So that's the second question, which is very important. And uh, the final question is, uh, as you might have read in a great book, uh, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck, is about focusing on what kind of battles you want to go through uh, in life, not just the results. Maybe we all love the idea of being a multi, uh, let's say, millionaire or a billionaire. But the fact of the matter is that many people don't like the battles that most business people and entrepreneurs go through. Because right. let's be honest, if you want to be a billionaire, you cannot take vacations every week. You right. cannot, uh, you know, uh, go have fun for every second counts. 
This also means your life will probably be very repetitive because you have to do certain things again and again to generate cash and capital. On the other hand, maybe you uh, perhaps uh, would love the battle to be more creative. Maybe you want to have some free time. You want to travel the world and backpack and unpack mm-hmm. and stuff. So the third question is this. What kind of battles do I want to go through in life? Not just the results, but the battles. Because sometimes we love the results, but we don't like the battles. True. And in that case, we can never, ever excel in that career. So in this sense... The best careers are the careers where we love the battle and the results simultaneously. In this category, actually, um, I, I basically have this mindset that uh, when you think of a career, think of the lifestyle that comes with the career, the goods, and, like the, the positives being like, I don't know, it's the money or whatever it is, and also the hardship that goes through it. So you, you basically do your research, um, you know, thoroughly see every aspect of that lifestyle. Does it fit you? Do you want to go through that or not? That's um, that's how I basically describe it. I mean, people get jealous of these doctors. Like, dude, these doctors are making millions of dollars per month. I say, dude, they're going to an, uh, an operating room and they're sticking their hand in the body of their person right. and like, <laughs> and grab that organ. If you like that thing, go do it. But this is, I'm just saying, it's, it's about the battle. I mean, I would not in a million years would want to make money as a doctor because I don't like the idea of just sticking my hand in people's bodies. Right. right? Not, not to mention so, how long it takes for them to be allowed to put their hands exactly. in there. Exactly. <laughs> 15 years of studies to become a specialist. So mm-hmm. ultimately, it's the battle that we want to go through. And right. the battle is what's going to determine what's the right path for us. True, true, very true. Um, obviously, you mentioned that there are certain, you know, uh, advantages. Some have, a, some others don't, and you have something else. Um, of course, that's, I agree with, with you on that. Uh, and that that's true of, like, a lot of things. For example, from the um, <clears throat> from the senses that we all have, the inputs, I think one has... Uh, superior senses in one or two sense and the inferior in one or the other. So, for example, in hearing, I'm worse at hearing. It doesn't mean that I don't hear well. It's just like um, if I see something, I, it, I notice. If I if t- something touches me, I notice very quickly, very and uh, very articulately. I, I, I can differentiate many different senses in those areas. But then in hearing, uh, sometimes people have to repeat a couple of times for me, especially, especially in a crowded room. Um, and while other people are hearing it very well. So, of course, there are differences biologically that sometimes limits us or uh, gives us an, an edge to do better or worse. Um, I agree with you. Or sometimes, for example, you, you mentioned the soccer player. If you're a really thin, tiny person, you might not become a good athlete overall or some some sport might be better for you than the others. Um, so I completely agree with you on on, the, on that on that end but exactly moving forward there's this idea of uh, you know switching lanes what do you think about that is there a particular time to switch uh, well you mentioned as be, be before you in your 20s it doesn't really matter so I, i'm assuming sometimes switching lanes it should be fine but then assuming you've you're well developed in the field that you were working in for for a couple for a few years or something and then now you have an idea of um, okay, maybe I should switch lane to this particular field for for numerous amounts of reasons. Maybe the job that you're doing is going out of fashion, or maybe you think you can make more money there, or that is actually your true calling. Of course, with like anything else, there is the association that you might be actually running away from something rather than seeking something else. So obviously mm-hmm. there are those dangers as well. But then I want you to talk about the concept of switching lanes and careers. You see, in this case, I would like to refer to Gary Vee, 
one of my mentors and uh, I love his speeches when he talks to like youngsters and he says, dude, you're now 22, 23, 25. You could uh, literally be making the worst mistakes for 10 years and you'll be 35 and you'll still be young as fuck. Mm -hmm. And I really believe in that because switching lanes from my perspective, again, I told you there should not be, I don't, I like to have tight deadlines, but ultimately switching lanes should happen when you're ready. The best software developers in the world, they do not give deadlines. They instead say it's going to be ready when it's ready, right? Because they want to focus on the, you know, uh, delivering a good product. Mm -hmm. So I am not so much concerned on uh, when you should switch lanes mm -hmm. because I have people who've switched lanes in their 40s and 50s who became very successful. I mean, we all know the story of uh, uh, Colonel Sanders oh, who yeah. made KFC at age of 65, right? Oh, so ultimately... It's uh, not about the age. I don't think age is very important. Mm -hmm. However, there are certain things that, I mean, if you want to look at it from an idealistic point of view, I really believe that the, your 20s is the time of learning and trying new things. It's not a time to think about money. If you are in your 20s and you're thinking about getting rich, there's something wrong with you. And I promise you, you probably will never be rich. Right. 20s. The first 10 years of your professional career, right after teenage years, that's the time of experimentation. Now, if you say, great dance, I'm going to start traveling the world, having a good time, uh, going to parties, banging chicks, <laughs> having a good one. I'm telling you, well, maybe that's good for a while, but ultimately you want to, I'm talking from a professional point of view. Mm -hmm. So you want to dedicate the first uh, you know, decade after, in your 20s uh, to focus your attention on learning things. I told you, getting different jobs, getting social feedback, discovering your talent, being business society. These are the things. So 20s is the time where you start fo focus mainly on learning and trying new things. 30s is a time when you start experimenting and trying new things. That's when you per perhaps start your new uh, entrepreneurial venture. That's when you start uh, basically trying to come up with some new ideas or making a new company or uh, getting into law school or, become, or working as a doctor, whatever it is. The 30s, I uh, called the age of 30s the age of uh, basically building. It's called 20s learning, 30s building, and 40s chilling. So from my perspective, 40s is the real time when you should start thinking about money. Now, here's when money becomes important. Right. That's when you want to actually focus on uh, building a great uh, capital, building passive income, all of those things, which would, of course, begin at 30s because that's when you're building. And then in 40s, then money becomes very important because now you're gradually approaching uh, basically retirement. So because of this, I don't think there's uh, an exact deadline. So it's not, okay, I, I'm, dude, I'm 29. I still have no clue. So it's not like that. If you start from the, if you're like right now in your teen years, then be, you're quite lucky. So you can actually dedicate your 20s to learning. And then when you enter 30s, that's when you should focus on actually generating income from work. So money becomes important in 30s. That is generating income becomes important in 30s. And investment of that income becomes important in 40s. Mm -hmm. So in your 20s, do not concern yourself with money. There are many startups who will not make any money at the beginning. Right. But if you're in your 20s, you don't care because you live with your parents. You got a lot of room and board and stuff. So that's the cool thing. Do not think about money in your 20s. Start generating income in your 30s and start investing in your 40s. And this pathway will then allow you to switch lanes along the way. Because if you want to, let's say, start making money, then you cannot uh, remain in that job as a, uh, let's say, a bodyguard or flip burgers in McDonald's. So you're going to have to start changing your career.
Right. So that's another path as well. However, don't give yourself tight deadlines because ultimately we all have to discover the way, discover our, our path along the way. And it's to take, it could take some of us a lot longer. Some of us, we could find it a lot earlier. Well, that's very true. I mean, um, so I have actually a few examples. Uh, as you as you know, I uh, didn't go to university right, right after high school and it took me a few years uh, until I went back. And then a lot of the peers that I had in my first couple of years of school, even now, um, they were uh, well, obviously much younger than me, but then they were super obsessed with, you know, um, getting going through university very quickly, getting, uh, graduating very quickly. Um, and my first question to them was like, why though? Like, what's what's the uh, what's all the rush? I mean, obviously, part of it is that they feel like, okay, this is such a burden. They want to just get rid of it. I don't. They don't particularly appreciate it. Either it's a force of you know family or society or whatever it is. So they wouldn't do it if they didn't sort of have to, <laughs> maybe. And also part of it is that they want to get into job market and start making money. And because I had the opposite experience going there first, I was like, dude, like literally there's nothing really out there that <laughs> you think it's super special, but it's not. But the fact that you exactly. make a little bit of money. Um, of course, I mean, if you if you were to give them a couple of, couple of sentences to these kind of people, what would you say? Besides the well, things that you just said, of course. First of all, again, I believe that the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So personally, I mean, I myself, uh, I really believe that if you are finding yourself in any task or responsibility, try to do it as well as you can. Because the very process very of trying to do something well, even if you don't like it, will strengthen your other uh, basically skills such as discipline, such as willpower, a lot of other great skills. So number one, I'm not saying uh, you should not study. I'm not saying if you go to school or university, you should just uh, drop it right away. However, if you have certain emotional issues and whatnot, no problem. But generally, try to be the best at whatever you're doing, even if you hate it. Uh, basically, Grant Cardin calls it, uh, try to master and get good at what you hate. So right. that's number one. Number two, do not rush it, man. Focus on learning. Very 20s true. is for learning. And learning isn't just what happens in universities. Learning is who am I? What am I good at? How can I use that to help other people? And how can I achieve my dreams? These are the questions that you should know by the time you finish your 20s. If you finish your 20s and you still don't know who you are, what you're good at, what you want, and how can you help the people to get what you want in life, then sorry, you've just freaking wasted your entire 20s. Now, don't worry. It's never too late. I'm an optimist. But the fact of the matter is you have wasted 20s on the things that you had to do and you simply didn't do it. So start getting uh, busy right away. Uh, so ultimately... These are the kind of questions you want to discover uh, along the way during the during your twenties, mm -hmm. and uh, do not take uh, you know don't rush it because ultimately uh, my experience tells me that you cannot get rich in your twenties unless you come up with some very very fancy apps like uh, somebody like uh, let's say Zuckerberg or something or the founder right. of WhatsApp and whatnot. So generally, you uh, for for most of us, for the absolute majority of us. Wealth is going to take a long time. The average age of a millionaire in America is 52 years old. So, dude, right. please just wait. That that so has a lot of story to it, man. I'm telling you. So this so, is this is the person that became the first became millionaire. The average rate is 52. It's the average. That's right. right. Because, okay. it dude, it takes at least 12 years. Because we can literally talk a lot about finance. Because there are four stages to your financial life. It is financial dependence it is financial uh, stability it is financial independence and it is finally financial freedom and this mm -hmm. takes time because it requires capital and building capital takes time because we exchange our time for capital 
before we have capital, right? Mm-hmm. So it's quite normal. It takes at least eight to 12 to sometimes 20 years to become a millionaire. And uh, that's normal. So you, you will have the time. Just get busy right now. And quite frankly, I know somebody who became a multimillionaire by being a truck driver and making no more than $14,000 a year his wow. entire life. So uh, there are tricks uh, to becoming a millionaire, even if you are working right now in McDonald's, because ultimately, that's, of course, another topic. We can talk, come back to it later, because ultimately, uh, becoming a millionaire is about one thing. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you save. So we could, uh, you could make uh, $1 million a month and spend $1 million a month. You are poor compared to somebody who makes $100,000 a month but uh, spends only 10000 And ultimately, it's not about uh, basically how much money you make at the beginning. So that's a different story altogether. Ultimately, understand that you want to uh, focus on learning and discovering your talents in your 20s. There's a lot of time. So, dude, you're going to be young as fuck in 10 years. So forget about it. Very true. Very true. Um, so obviously we're coming to the end of our uh, podcast today. Any final uh, comments or thoughts? Very well. So for all of our listeners out there, if you are in your teens and you have this piece of information, then congratulations. You got the lottery. So know that your 20s is That's for fun. learning. Ignore your parents' things like, oh, you made it up again. You got to go to the school. Forget about your fucking mom or your fucking daddy. It doesn't really matter. Do what they say to have the house, to have the food and whatnot. But then along the way, focus on your talents and discovering themselves. And you're saying, well, but Daniel, I really hate medical school. I really hate this one. Stick with the damn thing, dude or girl, because ultimately the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So commit yourself to doing it well, even if you hate it at first, while simultaneously discovering your talents along the way. If you're in your 20s, then you already know the story. If maybe you're 25, 26, it's not too late, buddy. Focus on learning. You see all these dudes, young dudes who are in Ferraris and whatnot. 99.9% of them are getting that Ferrari from their daddy and whatnot, okay? And the, the very few people who get rich in their 20s, they never wear. I've never seen in my entire life a multimillionaire in, in his 20s who drove fancy cars, had a fancy lifestyle. Think of Zuckerberg. He drives a very simple, shitty car, and he lives a very simple life, and he wears a fucking T-shirt all the time. So uh, the, the, the youngsters who are living the life, are not living so by themselves. They're just, you know, sucking on their dad's nipples, basically. So don't worry about that one. It's all pretty fine. And uh, in your 30s, now it's time to make money. Dude, look at yourself. Girl, look at yourself. You're, you're growing. You're now an adult. You're in your 30s. It's time to make money. So we, what, use what you've learned in your 20s and now fo- focus on cash. Focus on income. What type of path, career path will allow me to make the maximum amount of income, to make maximum amount of money uh, during my 30s. And now think about generating as much income as possible. That is, find the right career and then work your ass off. Work as hard as you can and make as much money as you can because 30s is time to generate capital because uh, you generate the capital and then you save it. And 40s, of course, is to, if you're in your 40s right now, then understand it's time for investment. So you can't just keep working hard your ass off all the time. You want to start investing. So look for investment options. And by then, if you've already done all these things, you're probably in a very good, you're living a very good lifestyle because people who discover who their uh, what their talents are in their 20s and begin making money in their 30s are usually quite well off in their 40s. Very well. Very awesome. Uh, thanks for all the talk i think um it's my pleasure buddy yeah we covered a lot of uh, good material of course um uh, don't 
think of it as you know you're, you're always in competition with yourself of course but then life shouldn't be a competition with other people so as dan mentioned first of all what you see is not necessarily the truth of it there's so many things behind the scenes whether uh, it's the doctor's money that he makes that you don't see the the hardship of it or the the guy with the ferrari who you don't see perhaps it's dad's ferrari maybe um but at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say, don't compete with others uh, in this particular sense uh, in life. Compete with yourself. Try to make yourself better, I guess, would be the best idea. And, of course, as you mentioned, um, there, there's no, you know, there's no rush. Take your time. But then don't procrastinate either, of course, um, which makes sense. All right. Balance, you. man. Balance. We yeah. all love the balance. Absolutely. It's all important. Very That's true. Right. Very true. Uh, it always uh, is a double-edged sword. You want to find the middle. Um uh, thanks again for being with us, Dan. And, My pleasure, uh, buddy. Always thank- a pleasure being here with you. Oh, yeah, same here. Uh, thank you guys for joining us again on another journey uh, which we took. Um, let us know if you think of any cool topics that you want to hear about. Let us know if you have any thoughts, concerns, or comments. Um, and go subscribe, rate us, uh, please, and uh, leave us comments if you if you like. It would be awesome. And until another List Song version, take care of yourself.